Steve Rode and Damon Day are coming at you fast, getting you out of debt with their true romance. Steve's the ying to Damon's yang, and they are here to save the day. A couple debt superheroes, Steve and Damon, coming your way. All right, you're back with another. Debt Free Dudes podcast with myself, Steve Rode from getoutofdebt.org and Damon Day from damonday.com. D A M O N D A Y.com. Damon, we have what seems like a very simple reader question, but it opens up a whole can of worms. The reader question is Tina says, I have significant credit card debt and a repossession. Is it better to do debt settlement or file Chapter 7 bankruptcy? I know neither are good options, but we are significantly upside down and cannot afford our payments. Damien, this is one of those situations where oftentimes people will have an emotional knee-jerk reaction on what they need to do. They pick the solution before dealing with their problem. But this simple question is really not that simple, is it? No, well, it's it's simple if you know the background and the information. But, you know, the first question I would always pose when they say, "Well, I know neither are good options." I always just say, "Why do you think they're not good options?" Well, a common response that we both hear is, "I don't want to file bankruptcy because it's going to ruin my credit for 10 years and nobody will love me again." Yeah, and your wife will leave you, your dog will leave you, and you'll lose everything. Yeah. And the kids won't call you dad anymore. They'll look at you really funny. Yeah. (laughs) But none of that is true. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. If you do have significant credit card debt and you have a repossession, to me, that kind of indicates there's a lot going on here. Uh, Although we have a very little bit of information. Uh, If, If your credit card debt is building and you have not been able to make payments on a vehicle and it was taken back by the lender, there are bigger issues going on. Yeah, and you're going to have that deficiency balance that you're going to have to deal with at some point. Yeah, so in a situation like that, thinking about repaying your debt through any sort of program, whether it's, you know, the Magic Beanstalk validation thing or the uh, debt settlement might not make any sense just simply because do you want to limp along, you know, month after month, or do you want to resolve this situation and move forward and have an opportunity to do better? Yeah. And and the way I look at it, you know, and I know this is a, you know, a podcast, so you, you can't really, it's hard to give just general advice. You certainly can't say bankruptcy is bad or, you know, debt settlement is bad or whatever. Although that happens all the time on certain name shows that will remain na- nameless. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> But you got to look at none of those, you know, bankruptcy and debt settlement and credit counseling and, you know, debt snowballing and none of those things are inherently either good or bad, right? Right, It all depends on how would one of those strategies apply to the client specific situation. That's really the issue. I mean, calling one of them bad is like going out in the garage and yelling at your screwdrivers. Yeah, like, you know, you had a flathead and he's too stupid because he's not a Phillips. And you right, exactly. 
it's just a tool. Whatever debt solution you use to address your debt, it is just a tool to solve the problem. It has no inherent moral uh, bonus points or anything else. In fact, I could argue with someone all day long about why bankruptcy is better in many situations. You know, for example, um, I always like the the how we've both had discussions with consumers where you finally come around to, you know, uh, in your situation, your particular situation, if you filed bankruptcy, you would be able to start fresh in about three months. Uh, and I know that you feel very, very morally um, convicted to repaying your creditors. Uh, and what do people most often say in that situation, Damon? Well, I usually say, well, after the bankruptcy's over, you can go ahead and try to pay them back if you want. Why would I do that? I don't know. You said you were morally convicted to repay your creditors, not me. Oh, well, screw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so well, when they say, why would I do that? Then it's, okay, so it's not a moral issue. It's a legal issue. Right now, you legally have to pay them back. Bankruptcy right. gets rid of the legal obligation. The moral obligation's up to you. Right, right. And when, <laughs> and when people realize that they can get a fresh start, do better moving forward instead of trying to repair the past, uh, the, the bulb lights up for them and they make better decisions. Again, that has nothing to do with if bankruptcy is better in general or bad in general. In many particular situations, it makes mathematical, logical sense. And for me, that's always the best way to make a decision. Yeah. And the, here's the problem that most consumers have, you know, because, you know, we're talking about, well, is this option is good if this situation or whatever. But the problem is a consumer is going to call around for help, right? They're going to get these mm -hmm. ads. They're going to get these emails. They're going to get all these letters in the mail about debt consolidation loans, debt validation, debt settlement, credit counseling, you know, Dave Ramsey's baby steps, bankruptcy. And the problem is you call any of these companies and programs and the bankruptcy attorney is going to typically say, oh, bankruptcy is the best thing because that's what they use. That's their tool, right? Their tool is bankruptcy. So, oh, you know, debt settlement is a scam and credit counseling is going to cost too much and forget Dave Ramsey and inflationary times. It's never going to work. You just got to file bankruptcy and get a fresh start. That's going to be kind of their advice. And then you call these debt settlement salespeople and they're going to say bankruptcy is going to ruin your life for 10,000 years and credit counseling is too expensive and forget Dave Ramsey. And then, you know, credit counseling, oh, bankruptcy is a debt settlement, you know, or debt settlement's a scam and bankruptcy is going to ruin your life forever. So these consumers are calling all these places that are quote unquote counselors and, you know, debt relief agencies. And they're mostly just salespeople. And they're always going to just tell you, without knowing much about your situation, why their quote unquote program is the only way to solve your problem and everybody else sucks. You left out one example. What happens when you call Dave Ramsey? What does he say? He says, bankruptcy is horrible. Don't ever do it. You got to do the baby steps and pay everything back. Does that make sense for everybody? No, but I, you know, Dave does a nationally, you know, televised radio show and he's got to give general advice and everybody's got to have their thing. And, you know, actually I like Dave. I, I, I learn a lot from, you know, his stuff over the years and, you know, but they don't always apply to everybody's situation. My big thing is, you know, my job is not to tell a client, oh, this makes the most sense for you. You have to file bankruptcy. Or you have to mm -hmm. settle your debt or you have to do this. What I do with my clients, my job is to educate the client on, okay, let's go down this path, you know, mentally. If we if we do file a bankruptcy, what is that going to look like for you? How is that going to affect you positively, negatively? If we look at negotiating your debts and settling them, how's that going to affect you? If we go 
you know, the debt snowball kind of method and, and, you know, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and eat beans and rice and do that thing. We, we look at all these different scenarios and, and my job is not to tell the client what they have to do. My job is to educate the client on what their life would look like if they did any of these strategies. So they're then in a position to decide for themselves, okay, I, I can I can deal with the bankruptcy. It's not as bad as I thought. Or, oh, that's the worst thing ever. I could potentially lose my house. In my scenario, maybe I want to maybe look at settling my debt or, uh, you know, that's too too risky for me. I can't, I, I can't stomach that. I'm going to look at maybe a credit counseling program. Everybody's different, but they have to understand how their life is going to be affected because everything's going to have pros and cons. Even continuing to pay the debt and paying it in full is going to have a lot of downside that most people don't even think about. Yeah. It, and also there's always, it always seems that there's one important fact that changes what solution might be better for somebody. For example, someone says to you, Damon, I can afford to make my monthly payments, but I want to reduce my interest rate. That that might sound like credit counseling, right? Um, yeah. Oh, but let's say they, let's put one more fact in that. Um, I can afford to pay my monthly payments but I'm using all of my disability income to do it and I don't have enough money to eat. And then you that, start that. looking at, well, how can we free up cash? You know, sometimes preserving a credit score is not as important in the short term as eating, right? <laughs> That's right. Eating's kind of important. Well, and we've seen we've seen people make uh, emotional decisions about continuing to limp along and slowly go more and more in debt every month rather than dealing with the reality of their financial situation only to wind up like Tina with significant credit card debt and a repossession. Well, and the reason they kind of tend to get themselves down, you know, into those situations is because they've been told bankruptcy is bad. Debt settlement is bad. You know, anything other than paying what you owe is bad. So they try to find all these band-aids and eventually just get to the point where the debt is so overwhelming that the numbers just don't add up trying to deal with it, you know, in a, I'm doing air quotes, traditional way where, where some advisor would say, oh, well, just get another job. Well, well I already have three damn jobs. Well, well yeah. get a fourth <laughs> job, you know. <laughs> My kids don't recognize me anymore. Yeah. Some, you know, in quality of life is you know, one of those downsides. There's going to be sacrifices. Yeah, maybe we could figure out a way to put pen to paper and make the numbers work so you can pay all this debt off in full. But what lifestyle sacrifices is that going to require? And are you prepared to make those lifestyle sacrifices? And are those lifestyle uh, sacrifices much more detrimental to you than, say, the potential downsides of filing a Chapter 7 bankruptcy in that client's situation? And that's, that's the kind of information the clients need to be given so they can decide what's important to them. For instance, let's say a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, uh, let's say there's a client that they could file a Chapter 7, their house was protected, their cars were protected. We have to look at all that stuff. But let's say they could file the Chapter 7 and they could save themselves, let's say, $60,000 over you know, trying to debt snowball the thing and pay it off in full. Again, I'm not arguing morally right or wrong. Let's just talk the numbers. Let's say they could save 60 grand. Well, it's the client's job to then decide if I say, look, if we file this bankruptcy, here's all the pros, here's all the cons. You'll save yourself 60,000 over, you know, paying this in full. 
Maybe you'll save yourself 30,000 over settling the debt. Here's all the pros and cons of settling the debt over the next few years. Here's the pros and cons of paying this in full. And we look at all that. And then I say a simple question. It's math at that point. Are the negatives of what you learned about you filing a bankruptcy, is it worth $60,000 to you to avoid whatever those negatives are for you? Some people might say, absolutely. Some people might say, oh, hell no. I want the 60 grand. (laughs) I'll file bankruptcy. It's not as bad once you've explained it. And and I understand that it's not as bad and damaging as I thought it was originally. For $60,000, I'll do it. And that's kind of how I tend to frame things is how much money would you pay to avoid this thing? So let me give you another example, Uh, whether it's the budget method, envelope method, or Dave Ramsey's tiny feet or whatever it is. uh, If you're in your like mid (laughs) forties, did you say Dave Ramsey's tiny feet? (laughs) Well, we said baby steps. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting there going, what did he say? (laughs) Let's say Tina's in her forties and she decides I'm going to repay this debt on beans and rice and all that stuff. Uh, And she doesn't understand that limping along and directing all the money for the next five years instead of getting a fresh start and starting to save now for retirement is going to cost her a million dollars or more in lost retirement. And that's an important number for people to understand, but it's something that almost nobody ever hears. Well, yeah, because then it would make a bankruptcy or a settlement or something where you're going to pay less back a lot more attractive. And if you're pushing something that is not, quote unquote, aggressive, like a you know bankruptcy or settlement, you're not going to want to talk about that because that's going to make people lean towards wanting to file bankruptcy when they think about, oh, my gosh, I'm not saving 60000 if I file bankruptcy. What, what's the future value of all that money that I'm going to be spending to to pay off this debt? If I invest that in the file the bankruptcy and invest that into my 401k over the next 20 years, what's that number going to be? That's much more than $60,000. Yeah. And I would rather retire rich than retire broke. That's for damn sure. Hey, I want to give people a practical example. This is no joke. This is uh, (laughs) this is a quick example of what people actually experience. Damon, you're a credit counseling company. Okay. I call you up and I say, um, I've got significant credit card debt and I am upside down and can't afford my payments. What should I do? What's the typical credit counseling person say? Well, we've got a great program here for you and it's designed for people exactly like you. So what we're going to do is we're going to contact all of your creditors. We're going to lower your interest rates. We're going to lower your payment down and it's going to be real simple. We'll get all those cards closed out so you can focus on moving forward in your life and we'll give you nice one nice easy monthly payment and you can move forward and this will all be paid off in about four and a half years. All right, Damon, now you're a debt settlement person. And I call and say, Damon, I've got significant credit card debt and I am upside down significantly, can't afford my payments. What should I do? Well, I am so glad that you called because we have an excellent program. It's brand new. It just came out and it's so much better than bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is really going to ruin your life. I'm so glad you called us. You know, sometimes you might be talking to these credit counseling guys and they make it sound like they've got this great program that's going to lower your interest rates, but really it's going to drag on for a long time. You're going to have to pay all the debt back. It doesn't make any sense. So so here's what we got. What we're going to do is we're going to take this $50,000 that you have. 
And because we are so good at what we do, all of the banks love us. So we have great relationships with all these banks. And when we call them, we've got like the magic tongue, right? We are negotiators extraordinaire. And we're going to take this $50,000 and watch me, watch me, watch what we're going to do here. What we're going to do is we're going to take this $50,000 and I'm going to cut it down for you to $35,000. Here's the best part. You pay no interest, no interest. And don't even worry about our fees because our fees are going to be rolled into the small monthly payment. And right now you're paying like $12.50 a month, right? Am I close? Am I close? Right? I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, Yeah. $12.50 a month. That's what we're going to do, right? So I'm going to take that $12.50 and watch me now. Watch me. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take that $12.50. I'm going to knock it down. Eight fifty a month. How does that sound? That sounds oh, good, right? God. I can only afford seven hundred. Seven hundred. Okay, hold on. Let me talk to my manager for a second. Hold on, because I like you. I like you a lot. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So seven hundred. Could you do seven twenty five? That's as low as we can get it. But I think we can make it work oh. at seven twenty five. Okay. Seven twenty five. Okay. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna take that seven twenty five. We're gonna call all of your creditors. We're gonna have a chat with them. We're gonna tell them what's going on with your situation and why you're having a hard time. And they are gonna accept the new program. And you're only gonna have to pay seven twenty five a month for the next four years. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds amazing. Awesome. So I'm gonna get the paperwork out to you. Somebody's gonna come by your house a little bit later this afternoon. Okay. I can't wait to get started. Sounds good. All right, Damon, I got a mailer, and this one says, if I have credit card debt, I'm going to get a personal loan. All I have to do is call you. So, Damon, I'm calling you with this personal loan offer. Uh, How soon can I get the loan? Because I've got significant credit card debt, um, and I'm significantly upside down. I can't afford my payment. When can I get the money? Uh, I I hear you, man. That sounds rough. It's it's real rough out there, isn't it? Oh, I just want to get this consolidation loan that uh, you sent me the offer for in the mail. I just want to pay these things off. Yeah. Okay. So look, I've got your information here. I've got your social security number and all that stuff. So I'm pulling everything up. Let me, let me look at it here. Let me look. Oh, thank oh. you so much. Yeah. You know, no, we're going to do whatever we can to help you, sir. Oh, bless you. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, so I've got good news and I got bad news. Which one oh, do you want no. first? I want the bad news. Okay, so the bad news is you don't quite qualify for the loan that we have because you have too much debt and your score is too low. Oh, no. (laughs) But the good news is we have an even better program that we can offer you because you have $50,000 and you're hoping for a $50,000 loan. Even though we can't do that, we've got a better program where we will wipe out that (gasps) $50,000 and we'll knock it down to just... $25,000 at no interest. Okay. And you're only going to pay about $550 a month for four years and all the debt will be gone. So even though you don't get the loan, this is going to be much better for you. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds amazing. That's okay. That's a blessing. So hold on. I'm going to connect you to one of our uh, super duper credit counselor extraordinaires. They, they, they're very awesome. They know exactly what they're doing. I'm going to transfer you over right now and they're going to give you all the details about this amazing new program we have. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Best of luck to you, sir. <laughs> all right. So now Damon, last but not least, you are a debt, uh, bankruptcy attorney. I have significant credit card debt. I am upside down. I'm limping along. I can't afford my payments. What should I do? Well, you're putting me on the spot because I have a lot of bankruptcy attorney friends and I didn't know we were going to be role-playing this stuff on this call. I'm just making it up as I go along. 
Um, so, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to be a nice bankruptcy attorney. Most bankruptcy attorneys are actually are actually good, but they do have a professional bias. You know, they they see everything through the lens of you know bankruptcy because they they solve debts with bankruptcy. But well, you, you, you also know, get the bankruptcy attorneys that push people into a chapter 13 because they make more fees with that. I mean, you know, every profession has. Yeah, exactly. But that's the benefit that, that people have when they hire me first is they get to come back and tell me what the bankruptcy attorney said. So I can say that sounds good. Or that sounds like a lot of bullshit. Let's talk to another bankruptcy attorney. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, typically the bankruptcy attorney is going to evaluate your situation and they're going to, you know, look at, okay, could you, they are going to look and is this a chapter seven or is this a chapter 13? And they should run through that with you, tell you the the pros and cons. The bankruptcy attorneys, in most cases, are not as salesy by far as like a debt validation oh, yeah. or credit counselor, or especially if you're calling a smaller firm where you might actually be talking to the bankruptcy attorney themselves, you know, versus like right. just a sales guy that's just selling something. So, but still, you have to you know, having a background, a little bit of a background and an understanding of what you could probably qualify for before going into that call is going to be very beneficial. Because like you said, you know, if a bankruptcy attorney sells chapter seven or chapter 13, and they happen to be, you know, needing to make rent or something like that, and a client comes in the door and they don't qualify for a seven, there may be a bit of a sales pitch for a 13. Not to say that a 13 is inherently bad, right? And going with the theme here, nothing is inherently bad. Right. But mo- more often than not, a 13 is not going to be as attractive to a client as a seven would. Um, and there are certain situations where a 13 would make a lot of sense. But there's a lot of situations where the client's probably going to not like a five year repayment plan inside of a bankruptcy unless they have really no other good option. Well, in general, the problem is that life happens to everybody and it can get very complicated. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, if we look down. A couple of years ago, if we had uh, looked down the road and said a pandemic, you know, we never would have been able to forecast that. And the longer it takes for a debt solution to eventually resolve the debt, the less likely it is that it's going to work well. That's why things like a bankruptcy, a chapter seven bankruptcy that eliminates debt in less than 100 days is almost 100 percent effective, whereas any program that takes four or five years is not. Yeah. And that's why the, you know, the dropout rates and like credit counseling programs are so high or, you know, people fail so often just trying to, you know, get a consolidation loan, just, you know, shifting the debt from a credit card to a personal loan and trying to pay it back that way. But that, you know, four or five year plan and life happens and things go up and all of a sudden, Hey, I have this personal loan, but now all the credit cards are charged back up. So you're right. The longer the strategy takes, the more chances there are to get derailed. Well, hopefully we answered Tina's question. Uh, we we, well, we took... Hmm? Well, I, I think we beat it to death, yeah. <laughs> well, we used every possible scenario to show all the different ramifications and uh, give Tina a ton of information from which to make a good decision. And if anybody has a debt situation and they wonder, what should I do? And I'd like some independent third-party advice. Uh, my my recommendation is always that you should call Damon Day uh, and talk to him. He is an exceptional debt advisor, and you can find him at damondaycom 
My name is Steve Rode. I am your Get Out of Debt guy from getoutofdebt.org. Thanks so much, Damon. You're welcome, Steve.